Today is Monday, November 15th. The title for our devotional is Busyness for Presence. You don't have to be a brilliant social critic to recognize that we value being busy in our culture. When you ask someone how they've been, they'll typically respond with busy. It just kind of flows off the tongue as the natural response. It tends to imply that we are hardworking and our time is used productively. Whether we are truly busy or not, when we look at our actual use of time, we all feel busy, in part because of the seemingly limitless possibilities within our reach at any given moment through our phones or our computers. The promise of technology has made our world more efficient and generally easier. Instead of giving us more time to relax, however, it has given us more time to fill with more stuff to do. With so many tasks to accomplish in a day and no more time in the day to accomplish it, we hurry. Hurry, as Dallas Willard says, is the great enemy of the spiritual life in our day. We must ruthlessly eliminate hurry from our life. I think he was on to something here, and we'll talk about it more as we go. It's not just that we're busy, it's also that we have so many choices available to us. This has led us to what has been called choice anxiety. We have so many options to choose from, whether it's choosing what bread to buy at the grocery store, or none if you're keto, what to order at the restaurant, what to wear when looking into your closet in the morning, what to watch on Netflix, and what to do with the free two hours you have on a Saturday afternoon. The options are so numerous, it produces anxiety within us. In an effort to reduce the choice anxiety and the overwhelming number of choices in a day, Steve Jobs, the former uh, founder and CEO of Apple, always wore the same thing, his now famous black shirt and jeans. Ronald Rollheiser says it so well. He says, we, for every kind of reason, good and bad, are distracting ourselves into spiritual oblivion. It is not that we have anything against God, depth, and spirit. We would like these. It is just that we are habitually too preoccupied to have any of these show up in our, on our radar screens. We are more busy than bad, more distracted than non-spiritual, and more interested in the movie theater, the sports stadium, and the shopping mall, and the fantasy life they produce in us than we are in church. Pathological busyness, distraction, and restlessness are major blocks today within our spiritual lives. There's a story from the life of Jesus that seems to jump straight out of the first century Middle Eastern world directly into our cultural moment today. It's found in Luke 10, 38-42. As Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed, or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. Very little commentary, I think, is needed for this passage to hit home, but I'll provide some briefly. First, Jesus doesn't condemn Martha's behavior as evil or wrong. It's simply not the better choice. Mary had made the better choice. We would tend to sign with Martha here if we're honest with ourselves. Don't rest until the work is done. You can rest when you're dead, we often say. If you were Martha and Mary's parent, you would probably tell Mary to get up and to help her sister, right? Martha's busyness has led her to be, quote, worried and upset, 
in the words of Jesus. Sound familiar? So much of our worry and tumultuous inner life is due to our busyness. Instead of calmly sitting at the feet of Jesus, listening and abiding in Him, we fill all our time with busyness, and it only increases our worry and anxiety. Even long bouts of leisure lead us to more worry and anxiety. Also here, note Jesus' loving rebuke. Saying her name twice, it carries a loving, soft, caring tone that expresses Jesus' deep concern for her. Jesus gently steers her from her culturally assumed value of busyness to the better choice in the kingdom of God. In our fast-paced, busy world, I think most of us would see ourselves more in Martha than in Mary. Martha was being productive. Mary was just sitting. Martha was distracted. Mary was present. Yet Mary made the better choice. For additional content today, I've linked you to a book by John Mark Comer called The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. This is a book that I've read, uh, talked through with a number of uh, a number of people in small groups as well. It's a super good book, and I really strongly encourage you to pick it up and read it. Because before we can even really begin to uh, explore the spiritual life and to pray and spend time with God, live a contemplative life, we must first eliminate hurry. For reflection, imagine yourself as Mary in this story. Imagine sitting at the feet of Jesus, eagerly listening to his teaching, hanging on his every word. Keep this picture in mind whenever you open your Bible this week. And then secondly, what good activities in your life are distracting you from the better activity that is sitting and learning at the feet of Jesus? <laughs>